Hey gang, BP here. Episode 10 was recorded on the three-year anniversary of our beloved Carrie Fisher's death. So just wanted to jump in before we start things off and say that this episode is dedicated to her memory. Welcome back to the Black Squadron Podcast. I am BP. I have David on the line. Hey, hey, hey. And the one and the only Big Cam up there in Ohio. Big Cam. <laughs> Big Cam. <laughs> I was just trying to explain this the other day to somebody. It's like, if you've ever been to Ohio or known somebody from the southern port of Ohio where I'm from, there's an A in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ohio. I'm, Ohio. <laughs> I'm from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> So we took a we took a little bit of a break for the holidays and just refresh reset. Um, we all saw the movie. We all very much enjoyed the movie. Uh, speaking for myself, the internet kind of sucked that joy out of me a little bit, and then I kicked myself in the ass and got over it. And we'll talk about my actions on Twitter later. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's just get into the podcast. Uh, I forgot on episode nine. I wanted to talk about this with Bria, but I asked a question. Uh, which new canon novel is your favorite on Twitter? And we got so many replies. So uh, let's just start before we go into the replies. What 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 are your guys' favorites, uh, new canons at the moment? Um, Master and Apprentice for me. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. I like, uh, I like how much they, they go into Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon's relationship mm-hmm. and how, uh, how, how much they kind of struggle to kind of get along at first. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Um, I think my uh, my favorite is, even though it's relatively new, honestly, I think Alphabet Squadron is is really my favorite. I really enjoyed how they put the comic in the middle of that book. I know I've said that a hundred times, but I loved it. <laughs> um, for me, I, this is going to be really out out of left field, but Catalyst. Oh, okay. I did not read it before I saw Rogue One. And then after I saw Rogue One, I read it, and I was like, this makes the movie that much better. I just really enjoyed it. <laughs> it really helped me enjoy Krennic more, too. It, it gave Krennic a lot more um, depth. Yeah, depth. It gave you a really good reason to hate him a little bit more, honestly. <laughs> yeah, sure, it did. <laughs> I still need to read that. I haven't been able to read it. It's good. And then, <clears throat> and then there's another Rogue One tie-in that I really enjoyed, too. Rebel Rising. Rebel Rising mm-hmm. was really good. Yeah, I've loved... Hey, guys, I think Rogue One might be good. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. It, it may be all right. <laughs> it may be my favorite movie at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's get into the replies here. So, at Sky Muller, a.k.a. Mike, said it's a tie between Lost Stars and Dark Disciple. Hmm, that's... That's an interesting uh, mix. I mean, Lost Stars is kind of considered one of the top of the canon regardless, right? Yes. Um, and Dark Disciples is definitely an interesting take. Uh, that's You guys know it's based on um, some Clone Wars uh, mm-hmm. 
like deleted episodes that they never got a chance to get to. Oh, I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so uh, the, the, the arc that happens in there with um, Asajj and Quinlan, mm-hmm. uh, that's originally supposed to be, I think, part of what was going to be season six before Netflix finished it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's kind of cool to see how that all ties in. Interesting. Um, and then at Mentor Skywalker said, Heir to the Jedi. I, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, I, I have to admit that is my least favorite canon novel. Uh, I'm all for, you know, anybody can like whatever they should like. Uh, you know, if you don't like it, I'm not going to, I'm basically what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to rail on this book too hard, Yeah, but this is the book that introduced Luke learning the force by moving a, a, you know, ramen noodle across the table. (laughs) I, uh, yeah. The other big part of that, I couldn't really get into this now because it was written in the first person. Mm. Um, and it was kind of weird for me, but you know, I assumed that it was EU based off the cover alone. It, yeah. It's got yeah. a very EU cover. If I remember correctly, I think the book was written prior to the Disney buyout. And then because the book was like so close to being done, I think uh, the author worked with Disney to tweak a few things and then published it uh, as it was. And hmm. then I'm going to butcher this because it's, it's clever, but I can't say it. Conversations. <laughs> um, it's, it's got the SU in the middle. They said Master and Apprentice, which I think we all agree is very good. That's fantastic. Um, there's a lot of replies to that one saying, yep. <laughs> uh, and then based off the hate's not the right word, but based on the negative stuff I've seen online about Queen Shadow from a certain subset of people, I didn't expect it to see it on this list. Um, but we got a lot of replies saying Queen Shadow, which excited me because I, I enjoyed the book. I, I know we were speaking offline a little bit, how it's not an overly adventurous book. Um, it can be very Phantom Menace, if you know what I mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. I, I like Padme as a character. I want to know more about her, what makes her her, and this book does that. So pumped for the sequel. Oh, man. Yeah, sequel is going to, I hope it's really good. For the cover art alone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, we have, we've been getting some pretty decent um, canon appearances by Padme way mm-hmm. more than I thought Disney would ever kind of dig into. Mm-hmm. Um, but between the, like the Leia comic queen shadow, uh, the, the, what, what the second Thrawn book, uh, what was the Thrawn book? I don't uh, not treason um, or was it treason? Maybe it was treason. No treason's the third. Yeah. One, right? uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the one uh, alliances. alliances. Yes. Alliances. There you yeah. Go. Uh, <laughs> getting uh Padme in there. Plus if you got the, the Barnes and Noble edition, it has actually the, the new drawing of her, um, which is really badass. So it's fantastic. <laughs> no one's ever really gone. Hey. Yeah. And well-deserved too. I mean, Padme, she, I mean, I, she's, I was, yeah. I was a yeah. teenager when the prequels came out and, Padme was my favorite. <laughs> right. uh, I would, she was uh, one that, doesn't get enough credit sometimes. What was it? Clone Wars, which is I've said on record many times is my, my least favorite or least watched film of Star Wars. But when she mm-hmm. climbs up on top of that post she was uh, attached to and 
Anakin says, what about Padme and Obi-Wan? She seems on top of things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my eyes rolled out of my skull, but I was also lapping it up. <laughs> oh, always the higher ground, right? Yep. Yeah, Obi-Wan, man. he's got a complex. I love it. Um, more people, I mean, so many people said Lost Stars. I, that is probably the favorite of the world (laughs) it's you know i i think i totally understand why why that's that's the case too it's i mean it encompasses all the different eras it gives you two really likable characters it almost is like a it's like a star wars version of romeo and juliet almost you know what i mean yes no yeah for sure it's such a cool concept when i was reading it and then when tarkin spoiler alert tarkin comes into the story yeah and I'm a big Tarkin slut. <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, let's go." <laughs> have you uh, have you seen the the manga? Oh yes. Oh, I, I had to buy him just for the art, but yes, yes, it's fantastic. <laughs> All right, uh, Andy at Andy Jedi sixteen, friend of the pod. He was a uh, one of our guests. He has a three way tie, and I got to tell you, these are three very different books. <laughs> it's a three way tie between Thrawn the latest one the first book bloodline and black spire that's that's a pretty wide swath i that is a wide swath <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about these three books for a minute I, i've told you guys i don't know if i've ever said this publicly but i cannot finish bloodline i've tried i've sat down four or five times just it does not hook me and that's odd for me with something star wars but this is a good example. If you don't like something, you don't have to go on the internets and destroy people because <laughs> they do like it. I think it's great. A lot of people love it. This a lot of people replied with this book, and I'm very happy that it's clicked with somebody. It's just not it's not for me. Yep. It's yep. that simple, guys. If you don't like something, move on. <laughs> is the book in what my, it, is the book in my collection? It? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What is it, BP? Like, what uh, What doesn't... I don't know. I, you know, because I obviously I love Leia, and it's he- mm-hmm. heavy on Leia. Maybe maybe I should try it again. It's been, it's been probably since before Last Jedi, since I've tried to read it. Maybe if I read it now with what we know now, maybe that'll help me. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do you know about how far you got into it? Maybe halfway. Okay. I, if I remember correctly, it really picks up in the last half. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my big issue was with it is that they, they made, um, uh, I, I, I think his name was Rin, Rin Riven Din or something like that. I don't remember the main villain from, from that book. Uh, and mm-hmm. he never really felt main villain E to me, you was know, he, was he the Bothan? Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm confusing books. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't remember, uh, what race he is. I, I think yeah. it might be a, a weak way. I think. But um, he just never seemed, I don't know, he, he just never seemed like the big bad to me. You, but... you, did, you didn't buy his villainous. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. And then Thrawn 1, which I very okay. much enjoyed. See, very good. You know, it's funny because that's the one I actually had trouble getting through. Yeah, Thrawn 3 for me. Uh, 3 wasn't that bad for me. Uh, I think having more of the Chiss Ascendancy in, involved was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, I love Admiral Arlani. Yeah. See, but, my, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was just going to say, but the first one. Uh, okay, so I love Tim Zahn. I love that he. 
Ron. I'm glad that he's back in canon. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think when he writes, he loves to, he, he loves Thrawn so much that he wants to write as much Thrawn as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think like my issue with the first Thrawn was he definitely wrote too much Thrawn, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I can see that. You know, that book could have been maybe three fourths of long as long as it was, and I think I might have thrown uh, like gotten into it a little bit better. Okay, I can see that. I, my issue with Thrawn overall, on the whole, if you will, is once I got to the third book and finished the third book, I had two thoughts. One was, what the hell did I just read? <laughs> like, like, what, like, what was the overall point of the third book? Because um, I felt like there was a couple points, and they just didn't finish any of them but the last one, which is fine. And secondly... After three books and Thrawn always being right, always guessing right, it just got to be a little, what's the point? Like, why are we even doing this if he's just going to always be right? Well, and then to follow it up with the fact that, uh, spoiler alert, you know, all the shit that happens in in Rebels, Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird to see novel Thrawn just basically play, you know, 5D intergalactic chess with every single person he can. (laughs) And then, you know, uh, a kid and a washed up Jedi beat his ass yeah so yeah a little confusing there but what are you gonna do that that's <laughs> what i've heard a lot about too i i stopped reading it so that way i could read a resistance reborn mm. so i haven't finished it but man <laughs> that one boy i i can't remember the character's name but he sounds like sean connery <laughs> <laughs> what's his name are you talking about the audio version the audio yeah sorry yeah um yeah, I, I I read it, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I read it too. Okay, all right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's a... I can't remember the character's name, but... Um, it sounds just like Sean Connery, and it just keeps throwing <laughs> me off every time I hear it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, and then uh, at Jedi Cohen Wolf... <laughs> oh, hey! Um, Cam, nice. Cam replied with Alphabet Squadron. Yeah, see, and that was like a couple weeks ago. My my book rankings has haven't changed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I Alphabet Squadron was a little hard for me to get into at the beginning, just because they they were kind of like they were deep diving into building characters and yeah. intru- introducing mm-hmm. characters. I mean, they were granular. <laughs> yeah, um, but once they once you got towards like the back quarter of the book, it really like really got intense, which was nice. The the thing I like about Alexander Freed is I feel like out of everybody, I mean, we, we've seen dark sides of the Star Wars galaxy, but I feel like Freed writes military novels in Star Wars. And so I like being able to see, you know, the, the grunts, the pilots and see how they, you know, deal with with all the stuff that's going on, the constant fact that, you know, people die around them all the time and and how they feel like the survivor's guilt that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I'm not going to I'm, I'm not going to lie. The fact that, uh, of course, right now her name escapes me, but uh, the, the one pilot listens to music the whole time and pilots a B-wing. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, the, I, the Star Wars metal. Yes, I, I want that soundtrack. Somebody yeah. needs to make that music. And I put it right in my ear holes. I mean, somebody has to have done that, right? <laughs> right. What's the name of the pilot in that, the Alphabet Squadron, that's just like the mute assassin? Oh, I, Oof, right now man. I can't remember any of their names, yeah. but they're all perfect. Yeah. She was amazing. Yeah, I would love a series following her. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pumped that they, they picked it up for a trilogy. Yes. And I hope I, how they did the TIE Fighter comic, I hope they do an Alphabet Squadron comic too. 
Oh, yeah, just, that'd be great. Just because I want to see the ships. <laughs> uh, let's see here. A Royal Farm Boy, farm boy shout out. Um, big, big supporter of our podcast. Thank you. Big supporter. Thank you, you so much, sir. He replied with, and he is the only person that replied with, the aftermath. <laughs> there you go. I did not love it, but I liked it. If that makes sense. <laughs> I, you know, we were kind of talking offline about it, and I think, um, uh, personally, I think uh, Chuck Wendig did a great job with new characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he captured the lead up to the Battle of Jakku really great. Um, I loved seeing Ray Sloan, mm-hmm. but but honestly, my favorite parts of those books were the chapters where he would go away from the main characters and like look at uh, what was going on around the galaxy, like the the chapter where you kind of find out that you know. Jar Jar Binks is a street performer and no one likes him. Yeah. Like, oh God, man, that's dark. Yeah. And, I mean, this series gave us Mr. Bones. Oh yes. God, Mr. Bones. Um, I Mr. was Bones. genuinely upset. Spoiler alert. There's going to be a lot of spoilers in this episode. So maybe <laughs> come back uh, down the line. But when Mr. Bones died. Yeah. I was genuinely bothered. <laughs> well, and then don't forget too that uh, another spoiler alert that snap dies in rise of skywalker too. yeah and it's like so, oh adds adds to the end of that one huh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh jason b williams one star wars catalyst i agree sir <laughs> um at trevor beast four five four dark disciple nice so i still have not read that book because I, I frankly i didn't know it was canon <laughs> uh let's see here jw inglehart said rebel rising and i gotta agree it was very <laughs> very good and then so many people way too many people to list off we'd be here all night said lost stars i mean so many people um here's one for phasma which is not a lot of people talk about it that's just a good thing because they don't talk about being good but they, more importantly they don't talk about it being terrible um, that book that book it, it was mad max meets star wars to me oh yeah for sure it's so great it's um, it can be dry in points, but it can also be super intense in points. Yep. Uh, but I like Delilah Dawson's style, so I was a big fan. Plus, I mean, it, it brought in Cardinal and Vi. Yeah, big Cardinal. Yeah. big Cardinal Mark over here. Big Cardinal. <laughs> uh, so I... so misused with Phasma. I'm so disappointed still. <laughs> as we're talking about, it. yeah, I'm wondering if something will come of that eventually. Like maybe like a Disney Plus something. I would even settle for an animated version, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Lots of bloodline. Lots. <clears throat> um, I mean, too, way too many to list. Here's one that only one person replied with, and I was kind of surprised by this, was the Star Wars Leia book by Claudia Gray. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Leia, Princess of Alderaan? Uh, yes. That, you know... That was a pretty good one. I, 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 it felt honestly looking back, it feels a lot like um, uh, Queen Shadow. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, let's see here. Shaken, not nerd <laughs> company. Another Which, Alexander Freed. Yep, they talk about the same things that we like. How it's kind of uh, not core character focused, and it's a grunt type type book. Yep. Which I would love to have a f- fucking Star Wars war movie <laughs> like a legit ground battle 
just give it to me. <laughs> I to take take the take the uh, Battle of Scarif mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. but then make it a Band of Brothers type TV show. And, so Battle and of Scarif and Mimbian Mud Trooper yes. combo. Yes, done in, into Perfect. my veins. You know what? Let's write this. <laughs> Let's write it. Write it down. Done. Gonna be, gonna be honest with you, folks. It's gonna be v- pretty much plagiarized from Saving Private Ryan. Um, <laughs> But just go along with it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's a, we got a lot of replies. Thank you for replying. Um, it's fun to talk about these things and go memories. Talk about memories of reading these books. Because we're all big book guys. Like, whether we listen to them or read them, we, we kind of just love. Actually, you know what? I think we just like Star Wars content. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay with Star Wars. <laughs> it's, it's, it's adequate for sure. Yeah. Some say I might be addicted. <laughs> but, you know. uh, did I send you guys the meme I found? And I'll, I'll tweet it if I can find it, where it's the uh, Han's face on Return of the Jedi when he, you know, he taps that so the trooper on the shoulder and he runs the other way. <laughs> yeah. And the trooper comes around and Han get, like, shrugs at him with that really shit-eating grin. Yeah. yeah. It's that face, and it says, when someone says they're obsessed with something more than I am Star Wars. <laughs> like, Maybe not. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the meat of this podcast, which is the first season of Mandalorian and that small independent film that just came out last week, uh, <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker. I'm sure you guys have never heard of it. it it's yeah. it's really good. We'll, we'll break it down. Low uh, apparently, I made a tweet this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I tweeted this morning just the thought that I had. Because I, I loved Rise of Skywalker. I was smiling like an idiot the whole movie. I cried a couple times, but when I left, I was genuinely happy. I loved it. I, yep. I get home. I don't go on the internet because it was like 2 in the morning. I, the next day I get on, I really expected to see people excited about it. But mm-hmm. lo and behold, it was all just negative Nancys. It's just trying to bring people down to their level because of something they feel somebody deserved or what they deserved. We aren't owed shit. Yep. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, um, hey, somebody, yeah, I, dude, I agree. I agree with you 110. percent I, you know, I've had this conversation before with other people. We uh, we are viewers to whatever Disney, well, now Disney, Lucasfilms, whoever. Mm-hmm. We we are just viewers to whatever it is they want to make. If you don't like it, I, that's totally cool. I totally understand not liking it for me rise of skywalker i i think and i even tweeted this on my personal account uh right after i saw the movie to me when you look at it as a movie like a piece of cinema right mm-hmm. it, it's it's a mess the beginning is really fast there's a lot of sharp cuts uh, some of it doesn't quite make sense until you kind of start thinking about it uh, listen I, I you know i i i think from that perspective sure i can see why people might not like it as a star wars film what the hell else could I ask for? I mean, yeah. it wrapped everything up for me, and I think in a pretty good way. I mean, it had freaking Palpatine back being his most Palpatine-ish. You know, it's it was amazing. Yeah. It, it, uh, anyway, so I let that get me down for about six days. I didn't go on to Twitter. I didn't talk Star Wars. I didn't even, like, consume Star Wars offline, which is something I generally do every day. Um, I kind of just dove into my Batman project that I'm working on and then woke up this morning and I was like, that is really dumb. This is, this is something (laughs) that has 
since 2015, when I dove back into this and I dove, I just let myself be the, the nerd I am publicly. I, I love Star Wars. I talk about it every day. My three-year-old knows Darth Vader and Chewbacca because of how much I watch it and play it and read it and build things and all that jazz. So I woke up this morning and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tweet that essentially Twitter is not Star Wars fandom, folks. The Star Wars celebration is what Star Wars fandom is. People mm-hmm. who love Star Wars for what it is and not for what it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you would make a Ben Solo deserves better Twitter account and, <laughs> and attack people who like the movie. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. That's one. Th- I mean, you were the chosen ben, one. Yeah, Ben did what any love story would want. He died to keep Ray alive. Period. Why would you want any more? What more could he have done? I mean, what I had loved to seen Ben Solo more Ben Solo content. Absolutely. Did he murder a lot of people? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Was it fucking awesome? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does he deserve forgiveness? No. no. And I said this on the last episode, and I, I edited it out because I thought it would go over <clears throat> people's heads. But he is Dominic Toretto. <laughs> <laughs> A lifetime of bad and one good deed does not erase that lifetime of bad. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how much or how badass the character is. Well, and, and you know, you know, you could even take it, uh, even look at it from the other direction. If you do feel that that Ben deserved more, mm-hmm. that's that, that's fine. That's yeah. great. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I can I can totally understand somebody feeling like a character I loved, who you know is taken from us in this movie, uh, which I, you could even say he, he's taken from the height of that character. I think Adam Driver became Ben so well that he looked like a completely different person on screen, mm-hmm. right? I can be. I can understand being upset that that the character died. I cannot understand attacking people who like the movie or attacking J.J. Abrams because of a choice <laughs> that was. You can't change it. It's not going. It's not going to change. I totally. Again, I totally understand if you want to vent about it. I can totally understand if you don't like it. But it, not liking it and talking about reasons why you don't like it in a clear, constructive manner. Versus mm-hmm. attacking people because they don't agree with your headcanon is mm-hmm. two different things. Do not come at me with <laughs> you are not a Star Wars fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, do not. I mean, folks, we're, and, and, we're and, and if you want if you want a better story, get your GoFundMe ready. Mm-hmm. Go get you know, be a producer <laughs> director. Go get it and do it. I mean, if you want to redo it, did you all see that petition to get it redone already? I mean. It's not just I've I saw one where people are 100 percent convinced that there is an alternate ending (laughs) in that in the ending that we got. If you look at Ray during the scene where they're they're hugging each other at the very end and not talking that Ray's mouth is moving and they edited out her lines like what what's the where what I I mean, even that, that that happens in in like all sorts of movies and TV shows anywhere where they use an alternate shot that looks better, but Mm -hmm. might not match what the character was saying. That doesn't mean that there's an alternate ending. I mean, this is some, this is some, 
I've seen somebody tweeting, you know, hashtag release the Trevorrow cut, despite the fact <laughs> that Colin T- Trevorrow got removed from the movie prior to any filming even started on this thing. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it, I, I feel like it's some sort of release the Snyder cut bullshit uh-huh. that it's just like, it's not, I, I can, again, I can totally understand if you weren't happy with, with Rise of Skywalker. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I, I I happen to like Rise of Skywalker. Don't attack mm-hmm. me because I liked it because it's opposite of the things that you think should happen. Yeah, I mean, right. you're not on the internet going after people who don't like it. If no, you if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's yeah. that's unfortunate for you. I, 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 as a matter of fact, this morning I I tried to have a reasonable conversation with somebody who said that uh, JJ killed Ahsoka. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you could you could read it that she died. You could also read it uh. that her voice was one of the many Jedi that Ray was talking to. It, it, it's open-ended. It doesn't necessarily mean she's dead. Right. You know, it's, are there a lot of open plot points in Rise of Skywalker? Absolutely. I think Disney did that so that they could make spin-off books, spin-off comics, spin-off whatever they want um, to, to continue that section of the Skywalker saga while they move on to other films. So I guess, um, <laughs> so I guess what we're trying to say is here, folks. We we do preach positivity. However, we do have moments of weakness, <laughs> and there are things we do not like. Mm-hmm. We are not saying you cannot criticize Star Wars because we do that. Mm-hmm. What we're saying is don't be in it. A jerk. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't don't be a dick because and and spoil stuff because you don't like the movie and don't spread baseless lies that there is a, <laughs> for lack of a better term, a Snyder cut. Yeah. I just just think just like start thinking about other people. I guess like I know Twitter is faceless, anonymous, but the, your your actions can affect people whether you intend it to genuinely affect somebody or not just we can be better let's be better yep no totally agree so with that being said let's... and don't blame jj oh JJ, my god yes don't he did i mean he gave oh us god, how dude. much like <laughs> how much call how many how many callbacks did we get in that movie oh, man. like how I... many things like he literally gave every single thing. Everything. It, it, it was. It's. It's like one a scene. Easy. More than one a scene. Yeah. One, and, oh man. While 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 we're talking about not blaming uh, directors, let's also say don't blame Ryan Johnson either because he decided yeah. to try to do something different. Right. And there is like, not a battle between Ryan Johnson or Rain Johnson. I don't even know his name is at this point. <laughs> and J and JJ. <laughs> Like they're they are not against each other, folks. I I don't understand that either. Like no, uh, because because Luke Skywalker finally acted like the old Luke uh, when he's a Force ghost and is reminding Ray, "Hey, I remember how I threw this thing away because I thought I was not worthy of it anymore. But never mm-hmm. mind. I went through this whole arc in a movie that apparently people didn't watch because that's why I'm now telling you, hey, you have to keep this. You know, like yeah. come on, depression is real, folks. Even Luke Skywalker." <laughs> Right. I, Luke in Last Jedi is probably, honestly, my favorite version of Luke. It's, I love how broken he is, and I love how he comes back from that. Yeah. You see yourself in characters, you know? Yep. <laughs> and, and for me, I don't know about you guys, but for me, being OT 
you know, beginning. I'm I'm happy that this is wrapping up and we're getting new characters. I want it. Yep. Give it to me. You yep. know, I mean, there there is a point in time to where you're almost saying, man, I'm bored of Luke Skywalker or whatever. You know, was it sad? Fuck yeah, it was yeah. sad. <laughs> you know, but I'm ready for some new people. Yeah, if they want to give us new characters for me to obsess over and make new props and stuff, sure. <laughs> and, and and this this one made me want Ray to come back. Oh yeah, I, I I I want her. I mean, she was bad fucking ass in this one. Yep, and that's that's <laughs> you know? something I was talking with my wife about earlier. As I've never, and I don't know if this is going to sound like I mean it to, but I've never looked at Ray as a female. Like I, I always thought of Ray as the Jedi, the character, the scavenger. Yep. Like it mm-hmm. never, like I never just thought to myself, "Ugh, a woman," because I, I guess I just would never do that. <laughs> but still, <laughs> right. like she right. was incredible. Like all three movies, she was incredible. She acted the hell out of them. And when can you say that about any of the previous six movies? Woman, when, when did someone like literally, legitimately? act their heart off you know what i mean like adam driver was we were oh, we were, man. We were blessed Jeez. to have adam driver in these movies yep yeah. you mean you mean bp you mean you didn't you didn't see a woman in the lead of of a star wars movie and immediately think that men are being attacked men are <laughs> men are being attacked men, men are being I, attacked you mean you acted like a sane human being i i couldn't I don't know, man. It's insane, really. It's uh, by the way, I, I would also like to go on record because I, I also saw some of the other tweets that, that responded from your, uh, your, your, your message. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, by the way, Kelly Marie Tran is a goddamn gem, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we need more of her. If there's one thing I'm going to be pissed off about from Rise of Skywalker is the fact that she has a minute and 20 seconds worth of screen time. I thought about I was thinking about this because I was I mean there wasn't much R2 in this movie either and let's be honest of the two of them if anyone's deserves quote unquote screen time it'd be R2 right he's been yep. there mm-hmm. since Jump Street so I was thinking I was like what purpose would there have been for Rose to not be in this movie if I had to like not find an excuse but find a reason first of all the screen or the, the scenes they had to use for Leia to be in this movie for Carrie Fisher, who passed away three years ago today, to be <sighs> in this movie. I hope this is landing. <laughs> <laughs> they had to use old footage. So they couldn't have a whole lot of interaction at the base with Rose. And, you know, they, and someone had to be there. Someone in power had to be there with Carrie Fisher. Or, I'm sorry, with Prince, or General Leia at this point to run the show off camera. I, I suppose that would be the reasoning for it. Oh sure, sure. I, I, I like. I totally. I totally. I, I totally see that, and I totally mm-hmm. agree with it. I, I, I think um, that I think it's valid that people want more of her. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I think why she may not have appeared in the film is also valid. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, but it's not over, right? I mean, she could be in whatever. Oh yeah. Else is coming up, or whatever novels coming. I mean, she's there. Yeah. And if they make her the lead role in a in a novel or whatever, it's there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do a Lando and was it Jana? Yeah. If they do a series with them, if Kelly wasn't in it, if Rose wasn't in it. Yeah. I mean, she seems like the type of character that would be like, Hey guys, let me, let me go help you with this. You know? Mm-hmm. And I guess the whole reason for bringing this up is my tweet. 
somehow got construed by one particular Twitter user for me being a misogynistic hetero <laughs> heterosexual male who hates women, um, which is could not be further from the truth. Um, and I still have no idea how they got to that point from what I said. I simply said Twitter is a dark, scary place, but there is light. That's it. <laughs> yep. Um, and, somehow, and everybody's got goggles on. Whatever goggles they're wearing, they're going to see whatever. They really want, they I mean... want their point to work, and they'll make that narrative work regardless of facts and rationality. Um, but anyway, that being said, Kelly Marie, Kelly Marie Tran, when we were at Star Wars Celebration for Episode 9 panel, when she came out, the entire stadium lost it. It was touching. Like we, we were screaming, cheering, tears in our eyes, just jazzed for her. And she just like her reaction to the outpour of love at that panel and the show as a whole, that is Star Wars fandom. Yep. Yep. That is it. And with that being said, let's go into Rise of Skywalker because we've been talking a lot about it quite a bit. And we'll save <laughs> we'll save the Mandalorian um season one for uh after for the towards the end. Um but the Rise of Skywalker. I don't know about your theater, but mine had 42 minutes of previews. Oh, God, yeah. 42 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you a single movie. <laughs> uh, I, I was so confused. I thought I was in the wrong theater. Uh, did I pay to see previews at midnight? <laughs> um, but once the movie started, like that two hours and 20-some minutes went so fast. So fast. Um, to, to go back to the, the, the ads just real quick before uh-huh. we start talking about the movie. Yeah, we had probably about 30, 35 minutes. The worst thing was is that they would do trailers and then they'd cut in with like a normal commercial. <laughs> and then they'd go to another trailer. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and, they, and I was at a Regal, so they were, they'd sprinkle in a weird virtual reality video game you play on your phone on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on. Just get into the movie. And for like 20 seconds, you, it takes longer than that to open the app. <laughs> <laughs> Mine had the owner of Majestic talk. Oh boy! Oh, <laughs> Did he try to recruit like, you for the quote-unquote mo- movie yeah. business of being an usher? <laughs> I was like, "Who cares? Let's go!" Yep. So anyway, the movie starts. <laughs> that opening crawl was um, robust with knowledge. <laughs> I, <laughs> there was a lot. <laughs> Not, not to mention the fact that now we we have something from Fortnite that is canon in uh, <laughs> in the in the Star Wars universe. Oh man! <laughs> Yet here we are. <laughs> yep, here we are. Hey, hey, again, don't particularly like it. Not gonna uh, harp on it. Yeah, not gonna go out of our way to go attack Fortnite players. <laughs> yep. Um, but overall. Rise of Skywalker, the thing that stuck out to me the most, and it's may be because of what our podcast name is, but Poe Dameron was amazing for me mm-hmm. the entire time he was on screen. Yeah. I uh I like that it 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 ended the arc that he started in Last Jedi. Uh-huh. You know, it, it that that whole arc was him realizing that being a leader is more than just going out there and being from the front, you have to be able to make the right decisions for the people that you, you, you know, that follow you at the right time. And mm-hmm. I loved seeing 
Leia be willing to pass that torch on to him after she she dies. Yeah, and I will say, moving forward, this is going to be spoiler heavy. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, maybe not listen for a bit. And let's just get um, this out of the way right now. Kylo Ren dies. Oh, anyway. my God. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, uh, but when, when Poe and Leia were talking and he told her that he didn't know if he was ready. Oh, man. Immediately, I, oh. Teared, I teared up because... Oh God! Every time that Leia was on screen, it was just like, yeah, yeah. I I thought that they did a really good job with Leia, especially because it was weird. Whenever Leia was on screen, my mind went like to like two different places. Right, the first part was she's not alive anymore, and uh-huh. they're using old footage. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the other part of me was like, but that's goddamn, you know, Princess Leia, General Leia, uh-huh. uh, General Organa. On screen, so sometimes I had a hard time separating the fact that it's like, well, she said that line because she already had it, you know, recorded. So they probably wrote the line around her. Uh, but then the other part of me was just like, just shut up and listen, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. They, there was some misplacements on, like even her head was misplaced on one part. Yeah. <laughs> but like you said, you start. I mean, you see it and you look past that because she is up there. Yep. There's even a part where the volume of her voice. You could tell where they try to raise it to equal mm-hmm. every you know around her, mm-hmm. but you you just look past that after a while. Yep. And appreciate what they did, you know. It was such the the rebel base. I really liked how they were kind of out in the open. Yeah, really liked Poe's new X wing uh, paint, paint can, design. Can, can we just also uh, shout out to the the return of the B wing finally? And uh, yes, mm-hmm. uh, the B wing's my favorite ship. It yes, gets yeah. so little recognition. I'm blanking on his name, but the rebel that they got the uh, I guess the the news from the horn gal the new guy from Battlefront Two. Oh, Bulio. <laughs> Bulio. He got his head severed, which looked amazing, by the way. Not the head being severed, but the actual head. <laughs> <laughs> the head looks Green super guy. real. <laughs> a lot of a lot of things come in the light here, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, which was Mark. Yeah, Hamill, yeah. Right? Just just yeah, learned that. Yeah. yeah. That's that's kind yeah. of awesome. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I don't have it in my possession yet, but I've ordered the visual guide for Rise of Skywalker, which I can, can, can attest. It's been incredible. There is so much knowledge in this thing. Like if you have any questions, if you have any doubts about certain things, I'm willing to bet most visual guides are someplace between like 60 and hundred pages. This thing's like 200, 220 pages. Wow. It's massive. It goes through all sorts of details. I mean, for instance, the planet at the beginning of the movie that Kylo's on, Mm-hmm. Uh, the kind of red, flamey-looking one. Mm-hmm. I, I they didn't say anything about it, but apparently that's Mustafar. I read something very oh. quickly, and I don't know if it's the case. I haven't gone back to see the movie yet, but apparently through the trees you can kind of see Vader's castle. Ooh, I'm gonna have to take another look at that. Another another tie-in that I, I really like too, because after I was like, "Well, how is that Mustafar?" There was like trees and shit on mm-hmm. there that ties into the VR game that mm. they did uh, at the end of the VR uh, series, you start bringing some life back to Mustafar, thus the trees and the little bit of the, um, like the grass and stuff that they were moving through. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And see, yeah, that's cool because I heard it wasn't Mustafar, but oh. that's good. I'm glad that it's, yep. it's on yep, there. The visual guide for sure brought Mustafar back on screen and also recanonized Revan. So there's that whole thing. What Man. what was the name of the planet they went to 
that was having the uh, fire fest. Pasana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pasana. So when they Pisana. were on Pasana and they were trying to get through the crowd unnoticed, and uh, the random stormtrooper stops him and takes the arrow to the eye. Yeah. And then we find out that that was Lando. I was the only one in the theater, and I popped. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no one else in the theater, like, it, was, it didn't hit them at all, I guess. But when, when I saw Lando, I was like, oh, man, this is amazing. Only thing would have made it better is when he took his helmet off, he would have went, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Kevin Smith was in that scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, was he in that scene or was he in the scene uh, right before we met Zori Bliss? I thought he was on the... Oh, he was in. That's right. Uh, he was in that one. That's right before Poe yeah. walked by him or something. I'm sorry. So I don't. Cut just that. so I don't forget um, the, the interaction at the end of the movie with Poe and Zori, like thirty feet apart, nonverbal <laughs> head stuff. <laughs> I was rolling in my seat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's kind of like, yeah, you want to go over here? And she's no. He's like, okay. A <laughs> uh, coworker of mine texted me. She just watched the movie last night, and she had a lot of questions. And I'm the Star Wars guy at my office, so she texted me, and then she's like, "Does did po, did Finn want to tell Ray that he loved her?" And I was like, "No, I think he was wanted to tell her that he was force sensitive." Um, and she's like, "But then I felt like Poe was mad that maybe he loved her." And I was like, "Listen, I'm pretty sure Poe." loves everybody <laughs> um, <laughs> i get the feeling in the sense that poe is just looking for a good time regardless <laughs> of <laughs> the the vehicle <laughs> he's got he's got a little he's speaking of lando he's got that little yeah. bit of lando in him right yeah there. he's love yeah. is love yep. baby hey man That's right. <laughs> if it's love pretty <laughs> yeah yep. uh, not as pretty as poe but well hey yeah i mean i, I as, Nobody. as a heterosexual male batman is gorgeous yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry uh, he really is there, he really is oh man what a treat um Sp- speaking of, i mean how about the part where him and him and uh chewy oh man oh the in the, in the falcon when they're playing the uh the game <laughs> the, 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 the the force or the light skips or whatever they called it oh yeah all the beginning uh, the the um what is that? speed skips i think it was called right yeah they, something like that speed skips or something when he like when he hits the like he scapes scrapes the wall he's like i know i know <laughs> <laughs> I, I think yeah you can tell it's true <laughs> on that one. i think one thing that rise of skywalker did really well is it fleshed out the interactions between the main like three so well it, it never said explicitly you know a year has passed uh-huh. but Mm-hmm. It, it it made you feel like that time has passed because of how close that they've gotten. Yeah, exactly. And, and the one scene is with Finn when he gets into the the seat about to shoot uh, the fighters. Uh-huh. Look how I mean, you could tell how confident he was compared to you know, the first time. The Force Awakens. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, that that you know. pilot, that gunner seat is about. <laughs> it's ancient. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when they were playing, uh, I never remember the name of the chess game they play. Uh, Dejark? Dejark. When they're playing it and they're like staring at him, they're like, you got to make a move. <laughs> gonna make a move. <laughs> I'm not going to turn it off. And they turn it off. <laughs> he was cheating. Yeah. I loved like everything, every scene that Poe and Fen were in together. I, I saw some people were kind of upset. They were bickering. They were, they were like brothers. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then when they, when they get back and they land the Falcon, it's literally on fire, and then BB-8 is in pieces, <laughs> and Ray and Poe are, are arguing, quote unquote, about which who destroyed which property more, 
I was laughing my ass off. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh. What did you do to the Falcon? What did you do to BB-8? <laughs> Personally, I also really like the whole, uh, you were a spice runner, you were a stormtrooper, you were a spice runner, you were a scavenger. I can do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> I can do this all day. I love that. <laughs> they they really, really nailed that that those character interactions. Yeah, the dynamic is there. It, uh, there was a big, remember when the first trailer came out, or not the first trailer, like when the 900th trailer came out, and uh, 3PO is like thinking one last look at my friends and people are like, how can they be your friends? Blah, blah, blah. But clearly they spent a lot of time together. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we, we haven't we haven't touched on the breakout stars of this movie. Uh, one, Dio. Uh, <laughs> no, no, thank no, you. No, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> uh, and two. Applause to Dio. Yeah. Dio, uh, fantastic. Uh, and, and number two, Babu Freak. Yeah. Just, oh, can we or Frick? How you want to say? Regardless, yeah, amazing. Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> when C three or three PO is introducing himself or reintroducing himself, he's like, "I'm C three PO." Goes through his whole thing. I Babu Frick. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, he's great. That would be such a fun cosplay. <laughs> it would be like a hand puppet, Babu Frick. <laughs> yes. Uh, On your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, a Babu Frick Baby Yoda series. Oh, Oof. see, is see what what we're doing about like what we're doing right now. This is what I kind of have. Rise of Skywalker is the movie that that if I'm by myself and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, I don't know. There was a lot of plot points that that I, I I'm not sure about. The the movie was kind of weird, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then when I'm talking about it with people who love Star Wars, it's infectious. How can you not talk about things you liked in that movie? Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> you want to talk about Star Wars? You do? Yeah. You want to, who you want to talk about? You want to talk about Chewbacca? All right. Tell me something about Chewbacca. Um, Is he furry? No. Nah. He's not? No. Nah. Does he stink? No. Nah. He doesn't? No. That's surprising. He's big. He is big. <laughs> now, where's Star Wars? Where's Star Wars? It's not on right now. Daddy's just talking about it. Where? What about Darth Vader? What do you think about Darth Vader? No, not he's scary. He's scary. He is scary. No, he's scary. What about no. what about Baby Yoda? Uh, no. Baby Yoda's Baby Yoda cute. He's tiny. He is tiny. He's tiny. Baby, baby Yoda kicks <laughs> ass. <laughs> is Baby Yoda stinky? <laughs> <laughs> all right so rise of skywalker let's get back into it let's uh let's talk about the sinking fields or better yet how they tied it all together to the force awakens with that ship that we got a glimpse of and then the story of how she got to jakku i didn't see that coming yeah i, I was kind of a little confused as to what the guy it, did they call him like a Jedi hunter or something? So I think he was a bounty hunter that was paid to deliver her or sell her essentially to Jakku <laughs> to Unkar. Okay. That's what I took from that could be wrong, but they did say he was a Jedi hunter. I don't know if he was a Jedi, like actual Jedi hunter assassin or a Jedi relic hunter. Like a inquisitor? Not, yeah, either either an inquisitor or like literal like Doctor Afra, 
You know what I mean? Yeah, gotcha. Okay. That's what I got. Because the ship had like exactly. all those things on it. Like, why else would he do that? I guess it could kill people and take stuff. I guess that could be a, mm-hmm. a Wookie pelt, for lack of a better term. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not like the why did they have a holocron and not name it a holocron and call it a wayfinder? Yeah, that was... yeah. I, did, yeah. I mean, it did help them find the way. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a bit on the nose for me, uh, but it felt like this is the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like they had they've built up Holocron so well in the animated series. Why not use that? Uh, mm-hmm. Side note, by the way, apparently the uh, Wayfinders were actually built uh, with help by stud- studying Pergil brain. Um, so there's a little rebel tie-in for you. Hmm. Now you know. Now you know. The more you, know, you know, the more you know. Oh. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I did not necessarily care for the dagger that was Goonie style that helped her find where to go with the wreckage. <laughs> yeah, style. about that. that. I just like, I just have questions about how, like, 30. 40 years, how did none of the wreckage shift, you know? Well, I, I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I that, was going to say, I, I, I felt like that was probably made after, I mean, somebody was like, well, that, how did that even work? How did they know that the, the pieces were going to land like that? And it's like, yeah. well, the dagger's obviously made after yeah. the Death Star got destroyed. But yeah, I guess that's a good point, too. Yeah. Again, didn't ruin my experience. <laughs> uh, just the things that I found odd, but I enjoyed it very much in the other film. Um, I got very misty-eyed when they told Chewie that Leia passed. Oh my god, mm, man! Oh. <laughs> uh, that was that was hard. That was a hard moment. I did love that he got his medal on screen. But what about whenever the ship blew up? Oh, I man. have no idea. Everyone's saying that they already knew it was a, you know, second ship or whatever. How, I had no idea. How would they know? Did they ever show us more than one transport ship? They did. Oh, did there they? were there were two ships shown. Interesting. Well, yeah, that was that was kind of an awesome scene. The minute the minute the force lightning left her hands, I was like, oh, oh she's a Palpatine. Okay. Yeah. 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 So who knew? And I was all for it. Who knew that Palpatine fucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody went back and did the math too, and it's like definitely after Force Lightning to the face too. So, yeah. Uh, listen, hey, if Palpatine can do it, that means anybody listening can do it too. Hey. So there's somebody out there for everybody. That's a. Or or did he just walk up to every chick and go, "You're pregnant. <laughs> You're pregnant." <laughs> You're not. You're pregnant. Oh, bad guy Palpatine. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, really something to think about. <laughs> like, if you really, like, really deep dive into it, like, how did that happen? <laughs> I, well, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a comic or something. <laughs> I do not want to watch <laughs> read a comic. No, a, sure? a, a literal graphic novel. <laughs> oh, boy. His first ever, you know, rated M for mature, uh, 18 plus. It's like the sex, it's like the sex scene in Anchorman where they're like <laughs> flying on a unicorn. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's just Palpatine. Uh, but it's uh, the faith uh. years. 
<laughs> See, it all ties together. <laughs> they, they they just tape they just tape a, a freaking horn on the on the, the the one body up front. Go with yeah, it, baby. Why can I? See- <laughs> Why can't I see it like a uh, robot chicken style? Yep. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, he's singing Afternoon Delight with Billy D. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, not Lando. Get Ian not... McDermott like, in for this. Yeah, well, I think he would do it. <laughs> I think he would, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Again, with Billy D. Williams, not Lando. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking a, a Colt, uh, what? Colt 45. Yeah. Oh, man. I am so in for Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> they can do anything they want and I'd be happy <laughs> let's just make random shit up and see if anything sticks <laughs> um, <laughs> Star, Star Wars Anchorman <laughs> done boy that would be a fun episode to cast that <laughs> oh man you know it's uh, I picked up would I picked it? up my comics uh, like last weekend um, right after I saw uh, um Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. and you know the guy behind the counter was like, "Oh, did you see it all yet?" When I looked at it, two things ran through my mind: uh, "Yes, I'm picking <laughs> up all Star Wars comics." What do you think? <laughs> uh, and then, so, how uh, dare you, sir? <laughs> yeah, and then the second thing was like, "Oh, great, here we go!" Right? And actually, you know, it was a uh, it was a pleasant conversation. I was surprised, but one of the things I mentioned was like, "Listen, I'm gonna I'm not gonna not like a Star Wars thing. It's fine if you don't, but you know, for me personally, anything Star Wars, I'm gonna." like yeah but i i told mm-hmm. him i was like dude i'm the kind of guy that if they made a movie about the cantina band i'm in i'm in i'm in and yeah. every single guy at the the place was like yeah i'd watch that that'd, that'd, be, that'd be awesome the, the like the wedding singer but the cantina band <laughs> yeah kind of like uh, <laughs> they could do like a uh, uh uh spinal tap except it's following uh <laughs> it's following figuring dan and the mo- mobile nodes or something oh man featuring Cy. yes noodles Size noodles, <laughs> bitching after they play on how no one paid attention to them and they just kept fighting each other. <laughs> uh, speaking of comics, the Kylo Ren Rise of Kylo Ren number one. Oof, um, very, I very much nice. enjoyed that. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I'd really like to see. I think his name was Ren, right? The yeah, I'd like to see Ren in live action. That his helmet was. All, I'm a helmet ho, so. Um, that that helmet was silly. Very uh, very like anime kind of anime villain kind of uh-huh. style. You know what I mean? Like all completely burnt, fucked up, got yep. a mask. Yeah, yep. still, still, so in for it. And the fact like they brought Snoke in, like he was like a druid or something, all <laughs> a gardener, just chilling <laughs> in his garden. At first, I thought that was like a super mullet, but it was a hat. <laughs> I was like, what happened to this guy? Damn, Snoke, you got some hair. Um, he has, the throat was real. Um, I really, Mullet would have been nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed that first issue. I'm excited for the next one. Um, I just got the um, action figure variant of Ben Solo. Um, I already put it on the wall, on the comics wall. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's good. So if you guys haven't read the first issue of Kylo Ren, Rise of Kylo Ren, I highly recommend it. Uh, I love the art. Obviously, Charles Soul is Charles Soul, so uh, recommended. And Soul we trust, man. Yes, we do. Uh, he's just a he's a goofy dude too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so what else we'll talk about with the rise of Skywalker? What else did we like, boys? Uh, what scene? What scene did we leave off? Let's see. We were at. Uh... You know, my favorite, my favorite uh, scene out of the whole movie, I think, was the uh, flashback to Luke and Leia training. Oh yeah. Oh God, when when they lifted their their helmets up and they showed young Luke and young Leia, uh-huh. I, I I mean, I, of course, I know they're they're you know CG or whatever, yeah. but. Oh my god! Chills. I got chills. Yeah, because yep. they look—it looks so real. It looked just like they filmed them after Jedi. You know, yeah, yeah that was that was really cool. I had never expected, like, never crossed my mind that we would get a Leia lightsaber. Oh, how sick was that? Um, in the visual guide, is there a clear picture of it? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Would you like me to send you a picture? Uh, please and thank you. Please, okay, yeah. no problem. I'm gonna have to make one of those, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I that was an absolute surprise and a true treat. I was geeked over it. Um, I was with a coworker, and he was like, "Calm down, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it was like I, I was so not expecting it. It was just so it was perfect, and that's just so silly because it's just a lightsaber, but it, it's Leia's lightsaber. Like, just say those words. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and like yeah. it ties, it ties so many things together too. You know, in in Return of the Jedi, uh, Luke tells her clearly, "You have this power too." Mm-hmm. In in uh, the Last Jedi, we've obviously seen her use some Force powers, so she must mm-hmm. have trained beyond just like, you know, the basics. Yep. And, and then you know, actually showing the scene and realizing she built her own lightsaber and stuff. Uh-huh. Oh God! And Luke's Luke's expression in that scene was, "Oh my God!" Yeah. Like she's you she's ass. powerful, yeah. So was it head cannon or was it really a thing that if Carrie Fisher would have would have been alive, she would have been a Jedi? I mean, that's what her brother said. <clears throat> okay, so I don't I don't right. know if that's real, quote unquote, or if that's just something that he said. So I I don't know. Okay. Either way, I mean, that would have been really cool. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it kind of shut people up a touch about Ray being untrained when she clearly got training from someone who Thank you. knocked yep. Luke down. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. What else did we like about the movie? Azori Bliss didn't have a big role. I really enjoyed her. Her blasters are space, space <laughs> flintlocks. I mean, come on. I uh, I liked her character. The only thing that that uh, ruined it for me was my wife looked at me afterwards and she was like, "She looked like a purple Power Ranger." I was like, "Oh, well, <laughs> oh, great." Uh, I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, so. <laughs> wasn't she in Rocket Man? <laughs> I was hoping that we. I knew it was a stretch, but I was kind of hoping we would get some sort of explanation, or not an explanation, but like showing a reason as to why her helmet was the shape it was. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? I, I, as a cosplayer, I hope it was like a little air conditioning unit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought for sure she wasn't going to be human because of the shape of her helmet. I, I assumed yeah. she mm-hmm. was going to be an alien. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked that they they made it so that you know the eye the the eye guards or whatever could drop so you mm-hmm. could see her eyes. I thought that was kind of cool. To to be fair, she could have been an alien. Uh, that's true. That's true. We only did see her eyes. She could very well have some sort of other thing going on i wouldn't be surprised if it's not the last we see azori bliss right oh right. yeah i actually wouldn't be terribly surprised if she's in one of the alphabet squadron books that would be badass yeah. i mean she's flying a y-wing exactly 
What did she? What did? And go, Cam, going back to your wife, uh, <laughs> my wife did the same thing. She she said, "Oh, that's a girl in the makeup commercial or something like that." I could tell. I could tell by her God eyes. Damn it! What? <laughs> that's what you want to have a conversation about? Yeah. Right now. How, how about we kind of just glossed over? But how about Poe as a spice runner? I I, oh. I I I am almost positive there's going to be a Zori Poe comic about him being a spice runner. Which oh, is boy. which is kind of crazy to think about that he was a spice runner based off what we know about and who his parents were. Oh yeah, maybe he was doing that whole I don't want to follow your footsteps and then, yeah, maybe you know, he realized he realized that maybe there's bigger things in, in life to fight for or something. I guess I kind of wish they would have for people who haven't read any of the comics in Shattered Empire. There was this whole for, for, force tree thing. They didn't really pay that off, did they? No, they never did. I really honestly expected there to be some effect on Poe's ability to fly the way he flies. That's kind of cool. Because they gave his family that force tree. Poe, obviously, is an incredible pilot, and he can withstand ridiculous G-force. Like in Last Jedi at the very beginning, when he's just Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift style. <laughs> like he's it's like nothing to him. Like there had to be some sort of reason for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yes. Yeah. I mean that's legit. That's one thing that just wasn't paid off. But then again, it's forty two years of things. <laughs> yeah. Like obviously they can't get every single thing. They did a great job. They did. I think so. Uh they shoehorned a couple things in, obviously. And my coworker, who's he's he's essentially a, a casual Star Wars fan, but we've seen all of the new releases together. Um, he was cons- con- not concerned. He was confused as to how Palpatine got his full power back, and then that's when he started losing. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's a good point. I guess I can see that. But I, 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 in my mind, during the scene, it was just me that showed how just how powerful Ray is. Uh, and I mean, uh, I think it also shows if he's all if he's all Sith and she at that point becomes all Jedi, essentially, mm-hmm. it kind of just shows you exactly how powerful the Jedi can be if the Sith, if all Sith can't beat them, you know? Yeah. That scene was. But that one scene where she's dead, she's dead. Yeah. No, <laughs> she is. I mean, she was gone. She was gray. She was, <laughs> yeah. she was D, that was crazy. D, D. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, no, she's dead. <laughs> the, let's actually, before we get into that, let's talk about the Knights of Ren for a second. You mean mm. the Knights of where the hell did they go? Yeah, yeah. Like, they seriously, for an entire trilogy, they just done their own thing. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, they were, I... they were probably just playing Sabacc somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kylo's got it. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so when they when Ben Solo arrives, first of all, he arrives in like a regular TIE fighter, which was kind of cool to see that park next to Luke's X Wing. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that flight to Exegol was a pain in the ass, and he did it in a regular non shield TIE fighter. <laughs> uh, think about that for a second. But um, when which that planet is pretty bad. Uh, did, did, did normal TIE fighters have warp, uh, have uh, light speed? Uh, I don't think hmm. they did, did they? It's a good question. Maybe. Oh, I mean, he could very well could have could have stolen something else, and then you know, yeah, yeah. Regardless, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I know they don't have shields because they're yes. expendable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but when he did get there and he was at his like nightshirt, um, <laughs> but when he came around the corner, I guess it was a corner or and to us a corner, and then the Knights of Ren came from each side, and he just was kind of taking a beating there for a second, and yeah. then he and Ray connect again through the Force, which is like the ultimate backfire for Palpatine if he's the one who originally connected their minds. Uh, it's true. Through Snoke, like that just did not pay off. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, but when he gets the lightsaber through the force. Oh, man. And then fucking Han Solo shrugs at the Knights of Ren. <laughs> I almost stood up in my seat. <laughs> I was, let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm getting jazzed right now thinking about it. <laughs> I, I think I actually said fuck yeah. Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> the the amount of character that he showed, like he acted so much like Han in so oh, many different characters, like different. I, he was only Ben was only in it for like twenty minutes, and it was just a different character. It was amazing. Yeah. Could you it, no no look shots shot? Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. Like you know, he's such a good uh, swordsman too. So good. Not just like Adam Driver, not Ben Solo. I mean, obviously they're the same person. Yeah. But it, every scene he was in using that lightsaber against somebody else, it was art. Yeah. And I, I would love to see prime Kylo Ben. <laughs> Kylo Ben? Um, <laughs> Kylo Ben. Versus like prim, nice. prime Obi-Wan. Yeah. Oh, that man. would be silly. <laughs> um, so then after, first of all, then she uses Leia's saber. Which perfect. Um, God loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of force healing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, they did. Hit, they did just introduce it in yeah. uh, in uh, Mando. They weren't going to just let that go. Oh man, I, yeah. I can't. There was a scene in episode eight today. <laughs> um, we'll get into it, but I was crying, laughing. <laughs> Use your magic hand. <laughs> Do the magic hand, and he fucking <laughs> waves at him. <laughs> Killed oh, me. God. This just proves and coming from Carl. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Carl Weathers. Oh, man. Coming from Carl yeah. Weathers. Yeah. After, you know, I mean, oh, Happy Gilmore man. with his hand. <laughs> All right. So, Rise of Skywalker, if you guys had to put a number out of 10 on it, what was, what was it for you? And, and obviously, when I, for me, when I do any sort of ratings or ranking the movie and my preference of watching them, is fluid, so it could be completely different tomorrow. But right now, as we're talking about it, Rise of Skywalker out of ten. Go ahead. Ken. Oh man, um, how about how about I do this? I would say of the three, Last Jedi was my favorite, but I think this one took it over simply because I think I will watch it more. I think mm-hmm. it's more rewatchable. I, I guess I would give it a solid seven point seven five eight, something yeah. like that. Okay, that's fair. Uh, nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, shot shot up to my top four. Top oh, five. Nice. Yep. I would say probably with one viewing, eight out of ten for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to see it again. Obviously, there's a lot to digest, and I fanboyed a lot of certain scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited to watch it again. I, I know when I left the theater for Last Jedi, I wasn't. I didn't want to go right back in. Yep. Uh, with Force Awakens, I did. With Last Jedi, I did not. And this movie was over at two thirty in the morning, and I wanted to watch it again, like immediately. Right. Um, so, 
right now, eight out of ten. I'm sure it'll rise. It's on my. T- it's in the top half of my list for sure of overall. Um, I don't think anything could ever unseat a new hope for me, just because I have the connection I have right. with it. So I'm that's mm-hmm. that's my baby. <laughs> um, but overall, I enjoyed it very much. We in our group chat offline, we all seem to be on the same page. We there's some things we didn't like, but overall loved it. I think once I know I said it before, but JJ did really good. I think yeah, I mean, he did what he could. He did what he could. Not going to please everybody, but think about what he's done in the last what five, six, seven years. He has manned mm-hmm. two Star Wars movies and two Star Trek movies, and no one talks about it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Impossible fan bases, and he made two, four really good movies. Yeah. Anywho, so Rise Conquer, we dug it. So let's uh, get into Mandalorian season one, I guess. Um, actually, let's talk about episode eight really quick because it was really good. Oh god, yeah, uh, perfect. Can we talk about for a second how much IG Eleven needed some Xanax? That oh, dude, dude, even after being dude. reprogrammed, was ready to end it. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that self-destruction. He's got. When, he has a thermal detonator, and he is not afraid to use it. When when uh, freaking uh, the Mando was like, "Dude, you don't need to do it." And it I felt like that scene went on for like three minutes. You don't need to do yeah. it. No, but I'm going to. But you don't need to. But I, I mean, I'm going to. So I'm going to anyway. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, buddy. Move on. And being a dro- droid whore. Oh man, I loved it. I I fucking I loved it. And he jumped in there and t- took over that episode. I, I was, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. He was a, that was an unexpected surprise for me. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't expect him to come back in that manner and mm-hmm. just come back and own. Yeah, that was really cool. And then how ridiculously bad the scout troopers were at shooting, like five five feet. <laughs> um, they, they had to have been somebody in, under there. Yeah, like, I'm sure it was like well known. Yeah. Like yeah. every episode I, had uh, that, right? I love I love how like they start those characters off and you're like, oh, they're kind of showing like relatively normal scout troopers. Okay, cool. And then the minute the first one punched uh the bag, I was like, no, you're fucking dead. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> Die right now. <laughs> Wasn't that one scout almost like doing what Vader did to the Emperor when he was zapping Luke at the end of Jedi? The way that he kept looking at him, like looking looking back at him was almost that. Like Vader to are you, Emperor. Are like, you really doing it? Like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you could hear those. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought, I thought for sure, I thought for sure he was gone. The, you know, Yoda, whatever, uh, was gone. Yeah. You know, like he crawled out or something. Yeah, I didn't expect them to still be in there. That was kind of surprising. Um, I don't know. I didn't know this. I guess I just wasn't paying attention. But did we know that? Cara Dune or Cara Sandra Dune was from Alderaan? No. Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, make, I wasn't just missing it. So that was kind of cool. That, yeah. that was awesome. I feel like that's impossible, right? Or is she just not age well, like normal? Uh, it's <laughs> only been like five years. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My mind is in sequel trilogy time frame. So yes, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, that was... Um, when he said that, I kind of looked at nobody because I was by myself. It was six in the morning. <laughs> um, I was like, "Did he just say?" Car- First of all, Carisandra—that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. From Alderaan. 
and then just like casually drop Din Jaren. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and 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 the man's face. Yeah, Don't forget that. Yeah. I, I. How many how many how many wet panties and wet <laughs> whitey whitey tidies happened on that? Listen, party? all three all all three pair of panties I had on this morning. Uh, yeah, they're gone. gone. They're gone. <laughs> gone. Gone. I did not expect the helmet to come off. I thought they were going to keep teasing us and teasing us and not have it come off. And then when I, it, and then when it did, and he didn't have the Pedro Pascal mustache, I was a little let yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, boys. You know what? That's why I thought he looked kind of weird. Now I realize why. That's it. And you know what? And it just hit me. Literally, it's a second why. Because they were, he just finished or was filming Wonder Woman 84. Uh, And he does not have a mustache in that movie. I'm willing to bet. That that probably is it. And they didn't do what Justice League did with Henry Cavill's mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. And he was all bloody, and so everybody yeah. was feeling sorry for him. And oh yeah, perfect moment. Uh, I love, I love that they did the whole technical. Like you know, IG was like, well, technically, I'm not alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I love that, and the fact that it's a droid that sees him. Like yeah. th- they brought that yeah. whole thing all the way around. Yo, when the Mandalorian brought him out of that um, basement, essentially as a child. No, oh. first of all, why did his parents just get in with him? <laughs> My wife kept saying yeah, that the whole time. Um, it was a huge, huge bunker. Anyway, uh, when they first opened it, and you got like the blue tint, you saw like the blue colorish. I was like, "Holy shit, is this going to be Bo-Katan? Oh, oh yeah. And it I was. Mean, it wasn't. <laughs> did you did you did you notice the sigil? No. Uh, it's Death Watch. It's a Death Watch oh. sigil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I did see that. Right. Yeah. I'm which, gonna watch that again actually. Which that kind of leads us up to, you know, the the, mm-hmm. the the great point there. Fucking live action Darksaber. Oh my god. Oh my I god. can't believe it. Honestly, I can't believe it. When when it first poked through the hull of that TIE Fighter, I went, Holy shit. They did yeah, it. They yeah. did it. My mouth dropped. It I, looked, I couldn't it looks so good. Yeah. 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 That was the third pair of panties I ruined. <laughs> it looked, honestly, it looked real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think doing a, a, a literal black lightsaber is tough to do anyway. Because even even in the co- or in the, the shows, I always thought it looked kind of hokey. Because it's like, ah, they're not supposed right. to yeah. be black. Yeah. They did a right. really good job. Yeah, that was really good. And Moff Gideon's going to be a pain in the ass in season two, I'm willing to bet. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, uh, just as long so, as he, so, does, uh, he needs to open up his own uh, fast food chicken joint, then, <laughs> then we're, I'll be all right with that. <laughs> oh, man. So so does this mean that we've seen Moff Gideon somewhere before? I mean, in in uh, does that mean he's set in what? I mean – I'm willing to bet we've seen. Like, I'm sure there's been a character in the background that they'll make. make yeah. Um, if any of the new Star Wars content they make has anything to do mm-hmm. with the the Mandalorian purge, mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet hard money that he'll be in that. But not in Clone Wars, right? We didn't see like there's something we missed where he's there to where. I mean, he's old enough. It's po- it's possible. I mean, uh, for the, anybody still listening to this right now, <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> we're gonna do a season Clone Wars season six rewatch leading up to the new season in February. Um, 
So maybe if it's in season six, we'll see it and bust this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> could have been way after too. I guess he could have found it somewhere. Or I guess I'm looking too much into it. So, well, I mean, I mean, if the dark saber is in his hands, I mean, that only means Bo-Katan's dead, right? Like, right. yeah, yeah. Or she sold it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah the whole the Mandalore thing. Ah, I'm good. I'm yeah, yeah, who cares? I don't it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. It's it's a creed, not a race. Remember? Yes. Right. That's right. That's new, Did... right? Yes. That. I think so. So I guess I'm now an asshole because Boba Fett. I guess <laughs> is a Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you still gotta believe uh, in the creed, though, right? Yeah. Right. That's true. I don't know. We'll see. And and and. Um, uh, last month, train of thought I think you were going to say is Boba Fett is not the Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that. And I'm going to say that he did not rescue the Mandalorian because I no. know a lot of people are saying, that yeah. was Boba Fett opening the doors. No. Nope. I did see a couple of people saying that it would have been cool to see Ahsoka opening the doors. That, would have, been, that would have been really cool. Badass, yeah. Even if it wasn't her, like just showing her, you know, the. Her, um, like orange, orange hands and the gauntlets. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Just showing that would have been fan service enough. Oh well, you know? let's let's talk about Ahsoka for a second and Dave Filoni's actions on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> um, he did this right before Thrawn, the new Thrawn series was announced when he tweeted the picture and it says there's always some truth in legends and then that happened and now he he mm-hmm. sends this picture out with. Gandalf and Ahsoka, and they said, I remember when people thought I was dead. So he's clearly laying the seeds, folks. We're going to get some Ahsoka content. Um, And I'm here for it. I'm so excited for it. So excited. So overall, episode eight obviously was fucking phenomenal, and Taika crushed it. Um, But overall, Mandalorian, what are your takeaways um, from the first season? Uh, I'll go. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, we are in very good hands for the Kenobi series with Deborah Chow. Yes, um, that's she. She her two episodes were f- just phenomenal. Like, I think there's only one episode where I was kind of bored. Bored's not the right word. That's that's harsh. Where I wasn't as invested as I was in other episodes. I think it was episode five. I can only remember so. Dave's episode. That's the only let, and I was surprised. I thought yeah. for sure his would have been, but this is his first time being in live action. Mm-hmm. This is why he said he didn't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly why he said. And, but that was the only one for me. I'm just glad they're bringing shining light on all the single space fathers uh, in the <laughs> galaxy. <laughs> but I think overall, I mean, obviously the Mandalorian was Cam, what about amazing. You? Uh, so I, I would have to say that I think uh, last episode was a 10 out of 10 for me. Probably my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Overall, I am extremely pleased with the series. However, there's one big hanging thing other than like what's going to happen next is they never explained who those jing jangly boots were. Um, at, at, uh-huh. you know, so with, uh, it was Moff, right? Fennec. But was it was it the Moff? I don't think yeah. it was. Yeah, I, I... He had thigh armor, like Mandalorian thigh armor. I think it was the Mandalorian, in my opinion. Okay. Because whenever he first, they first showed him in the last episode, he had to. I mean, you could hear the spurs. Oh, was did did that happen? 
Mm-hmm. Whenever he got out of the tie, okay, I'll have to I'll have to go back and listen again. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, yeah. no, it's I, never been proved. That's my my opinion. That's what I now that all eight episodes are out, I'm gonna start from the beginning and just like binge watch because they're only like 30, mm-hmm. 30 minutes long. That that honestly, right. that's what my one of two gripes I have with the Mandalorian is mm-hmm. episode length was shorter than I expected. I think that's the issue for me is I expected longer episodes and I just never got over it because reasons. Um, and then two was the new character each episode for one episode, essentially until the end. And we got mm-hmm. IG 11 and carried him back. Yep. Those are and my Quill. two and Quill. Yeah. Well, th- those are, episode. yeah. <laughs> so those are my, my, that's, that's literally my only two gripes. Like I loved everything. Honestly, everything. I, was, I'm almost wondering if this was a test run, and that's why they were short. I bet you the season, the episodes will be longer next. I'm wondering if this was just like a because I can't I can't remember how much they had to spend on these. But so instead of a pilot episode, they did a pilot season. Mm-hmm. I, I could see that. I actually, just to see how their viewers are. Like, well, I actually <laughs> thought the same too. Uh, I thought you know if they're gonna if they're they're probably testing out what can we do with live action Star Wars and is there a uh, an audience for it? And I think the this season has shown that the answer to both of those is a resounding yes. That's that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that until you said it. Like this was the first live action Star Wars series, yep. and it was phenomenal. I mean, I have of all the things that people hate about on the internet, I have not seen the Mandalorian hate. No, it's not. It doesn't exist. Like, think, but is it because of Baby Yoda? That Even helps. If it is. That helps. That helps. <laughs> honestly, we, there's no getting around the fact that that helps. He's adorable. He <laughs> but is. he 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 is. But for man, I don't want to be a negative. I, I just uh, <laughs> it took away it the Mandalorian. It did. You're you're, you're um, not incorrect. It did take away from the Mandalorian himself. Um. I guess, well, that's not, I mean, that's not necessarily fair. This is, we build up expectations in our mind and it wasn't exactly what we thought it was. So obviously that's going to be uh, not a negative, not the word I want, but it's not what we expected. And it's so, it's not that it's bad. It's just not what we fully expected. Mm-hmm. But I guess that we really expect them just to be a Terminator type thing for eight episodes. <laughs> but I love it. I, and, and I'm not going on social media and telling yeah, people to get fired exactly either. so actually you know one thing i did not like and because i'm more than happy to criticize the things i love i <laughs> i did not care for bill burr at all and i might be in the minority here uh, i'm with you I, simply because he came from uh, space boston yeah exactly like <laughs> the, the boston accent stuck out and that's ridiculous to say to think space boston space boston stuck out Sorry. in star wars <laughs> like of all things like we accept like size noodles <laughs> like she she's there we are like okay that's that's not uncommon but space boston sticks out like crazy <laughs> he so lost I, his khakis yeah he lost his khakis in the habit yard um, yep. so I guess overall, since we did it with, um, Rise of Skywalker, Mandalorian season one, one out of 10, what you got? Eight. I'm going to go nine. Nine. Eight and a nine. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go nine as well. And it's only because of episode length. 
if honestly, if they were our episodes, I think I'd be Game of Thrones level hype. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Yep. I I can't wait to see what they do next. Oh yeah, and oh, and speaking of that, they, uh, John Favreau tweeted not too long ago, episode or sorry, season two, fall twenty twenty. And that is not that long. And by the looks of it, there's going to be some <laughs> some jacked uh, Gamorrean guards in it. Mm-hmm. Or sexy Gamorrean guards, you know. Hey, yeah. we, yeah. we, we uh, maybe both. Peter, all types. It's all right. Maybe played by Mickey Rourke. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got Nick Nolte to come back, which is a different character. <laughs> now that would be a bit that I'd be here for, just to have Nick Nolte in every from from now on until he expires. Every Star Wars content that comes out. Nick you mean Nolte's so like in. two years from now? Or I'm I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. bite you bite your tongue, sir. <laughs> and I know we can't get into it because it's a lot. But what did you guys think of Chapter Seven? I know we can't get into the whole series. So I mean, like uh, the the I think the back to back part of it is my favorite thing. Like they they really left the cliffhanger on Seven so well, and then. They they wrapped everything up so nicely in in eight, you know. Mm-hmm. Were those Minox attacking them in the night? Or were I, those... I thought they were, but they're just saying. Or, carried, I mean, were they Grey Nox? Because I know they're very similar. I'm not sure. I don't know the. I didn't know Minox were poisonous. If the, if that's what they were, because that poison was going to kill him, right? Can, can we can we also just just stop and and say that. Carl Weathers had like a couple of the best lines in the whole movie or the whole series. With, he's, he's trying to eat me as well. Like, <laughs> do, do the magic hands, <laughs> magic hands, and he's trying to eat me. It, 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 oh god! So so eighties movie, you know, like dialogue. Yeah, uh, I thought that was funny. Hell, I I was very surprised that Grief Karga came out of the se- the season alive. Honestly, I I thought yeah. I thought. Yeah, with Carl Weathers uh, playing him, I just thought that they would be like, well, he's like one of the big name actors on it. So to lower the cost, we'll kill him off in the first season. But maybe, maybe Nick Nolte was that guy. I don't know. I mean, they did promote the hell out of Quill in IG 11. But if you, th- if you think back to the Star Wars celebration panel, it was Carl Weathers, Gina, and Pascal. That's true. That's true. It- was... Well, then they leaked out that he did helped out in one of the episodes in season two, so we knew that he wasn't going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I thought at least captured, maybe, but not dead. You know. Yeah, guys, the Mandalorian's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so I am sad about IG Eleven being gone. So yes, that's that is unfortunate. Um, oh, oh, let's talk about that droid that helped him in the river. Oh, fucking, how Franken R two the the dude. the gondola driver. Jeez, um, <laughs> I was oh, expecting him to start God, singing like uh, Oh Solo Mio. When the moon hits your eyes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> dude. I thought he was gonna have two AK forty seven. Oh God. And Cardoon's severe lack of patience with anybody when she just blows its head <laughs> off. Cara is, I was like, no. She's amazing. He could have helped y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Cardoon fan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. She did pretty good in this one. I, I do have to admit the first episode she was in, I kind of ragged on her acting yeah. skills, but it got better. She uh, Her blaster is incredible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, so I guess we have a gap now and new 
Star Wars live action com- content. Oh, well, yeah. Um, but we have, what, Clone Wars Season 7 in February. And then a load of new books and comics. Uh, I believe yeah. Star Wars, the main Star Wars line resets next week, right? Yes. Number First. one. Yeah. Uh, I had to I had to correct somebody with tell me Dark Times is coming. I was like, you guys do not yeah no no Dark Times. Put <laughs> 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 <Hold> on here. <laughs> they haven't they haven't lived through uh, Chewbacca dying by having a moon thrown on him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I do feel bad for people who don't even consider other outlets for Star Wars aside from the movies. Like the books are really good. The comics are really good. They're, the animated shows are really good. I mean, just, oh, it's, un- it's unfortunate. We forgot about that, actually, too. Oh, Resistance is still yeah. currently out. So, I have tried with Resistance so many times. I enjoyed the last half of first season. Yeah. Um, and for season two, I was genuinely excited for it. And then, I, it, it may have changed. I, I honestly, I punted, I bailed. But the first, like, four or five episodes of the final season being filler episodes, just... I, it's, it's been rough. Um, if we if we were to do the same thing, this is probably a four out of ten for me. I would go even lower than that. Just uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm uh, I mean it is new Star Wars, so that's uh-huh. good. Uh, I'm still waiting to see if they're going to tie something together to Rise of Skywalker. I guess they could. Yeah, but you know we'll see. We are moving forward going to be focusing on with the lack of new stuff for Touch, um, focusing on comics, the Star Wars comics, uh, all lines. Uh, we're going to just go over, like, not review, not, we're not going to review page by page. We're just going to talk about similar how we do now. If you guys haven't picked up on our style by now. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to focus on some comics a little bit. We, uh, we do have a new sponsor uh, for the podcast that I had planned on announcing today for this episode, but I'm going to save it for episode 11. Uh, we do have a new sponsor for our, we're going to start talking Star Wars news. And like I said, the comics. Um, so News news coming soon. Um, I actually may have already tweeted it. I don't remember. I think I did. Anyway, <laughs> episode 11, I'll go into it a little deeper for those of you who don't follow us on Twitter. Um, but yeah, we're going to focus on comics and uh, introduce a news segment. Um, I guess before, before we get out of here, uh, it wouldn't be a Black Squadron podcast if we didn't do a cargo haul, right? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, mine is for two weeks is actually really light. Um, so for Christmas, I got fuck all. No, kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a Rise of Skywalker Poe Dameron Funko because he's our boy. Um, I got a couple graphic novels, blanking on which ones I got, but I got them. <laughs> I got an 18, a big fig of a TIE fighter pilot that I'm going to customize into a item Versio. Ooh. Uh, I got my Emphis Nest 3D printed helmet, but it's about a size and a half too small, so it's being reprinted. So I may have a display Emphis Nest helmet for sale soon. <laughs> Uh, what else did I get? I got one more thing, and I was excited to tell you guys about it, but I'm totally blanking on it. Maybe I'll think about it after. Oh, you know it was? A 3.75 uh, Return of the Jedi outfit Luke on the solo card, the yellow. Oh, nice. 
I got that at five below. Um, I think that's it for the most part. If I think about it, why any of you guys are talking, I'll I'll pipe in. But what'd you uh, what'd you get, David? Uh, finally got the Xbox. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> now, <laughs> gonna get the Jedi, uh, Fallen Order, and the Battlefront Two. Nice. Get that, get that going this week. Uh, what else did I get? Uh, oh, for Christmas I got the uh, Saturday ticket for celebrations, and now I got all. Was it four days, five days? Nice. So nice. pretty excited about that. Uh, it's pretty light, like you said, for yeah. two weeks. Oh, I remember what I got now. I got uh, both Battlefront books. Oh, yeah. I'm nice. really, I just started by uh, Twilight Company. I think that's what it's called. But I just started it. And I'm, I'm in love already. <laughs> already in love. I'm excited for it. Cam, did you get anything uh, Star Wars related? Uh, yeah, a couple things. Um got a couple figures um Ooh. uh the one i can remember off the top of my head is i did get a big fig uh 3po with a red arm Ooh. nice um uh the thing i'm most excited about actually is uh i've started doing some of the star wars puzzles uh i was showing you guys that a couple weeks ago uh, my wife and i just finished the boba fett one i got the uh yoda one for christmas so we're gonna be starting that soon and that'll be hanging up in my walls as soon as that's done Nice. I, I love a good puzzle. <laughs> oh, dude, they're so much fun. And yes, I, I do realize I sound like I was born in 1945. <laughs> <laughs> well, back, back in my back days. Back in my days. Back, that, all we had to do was puzzle. <laughs> By candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> um, for that C-3PO big thing, if I remember correctly, the gold on it is kind of meh. Yeah. Um, uh, gold leaf rub and buff. Ah, okay. Super easy. You literally squirt it on and buff it out. <laughs> nice. And by buff it, you literally just take a paper towel to it and wipe it, and it glosses up like metal. It's a, it's amazing. Anyway. Oh, cool. Um. So that being said, I think we'll wrap it up. Like this it. is it for uh, until the new year, yeah, right? Yeah. This is the final episode of the Black Squadron Podcast for 2019. It's been a, it's been a hell of a year, and we've only been doing this since September. Yep. Um, so thank you everybody who's listened and followed us on social media. Oh, we did hit 300 followers today after Ooh. my, after my somewhat polarizing tweet. <laughs> uh, we got 32 new followers today. Um, so we hit 300. So David and I are going to talk offline and figure out what exactly we have a bunch of uh, literally a bunch of shit to give away. Yeah. Uh, for the podcast, we just need to figure out what to give away this time. <laughs> um, Got a lot of good stuff coming up this year too. Coming yeah, up. Yeah, we're so, um, we're gonna keep rolling. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, it, it's 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 worked so far. We were we're enjoying it. People are enjoying it. So, again, thank you. Um, so, with that being said, um, may the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys next year, everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Later. Later. All right. See you. 